Listener Production. Coffee for one, through your headphones whenever you feel like it. Even in the afternoon or after dinner. Say it again, it keeps me awake. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Big good morning to you. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, did you see the news uh, coming out of Adelaide? There was a... No, I've only seen Oscars news and Oscars news only (laughs) for the past two days. We are going to re-delve into that. We played you some of the audio yesterday. You know, there's a lot of chat online. We're going to go... I know you've heard a lot about it. We're going to dig into that a little bit more. Um, Because what Australia of the world needs is more opinions on this. So you're going to be hearing those in a moment. Well, look, there was a uh, a tribunal found that there was uh, was an optometrist in Adelaide who was allegedly tampered with more than 400 glasses prescriptions. What? Yes. To possibly... And they're not... We don't know whether he's done this to intentionally harm his business partner or not. There's no allegations that's being done, but... It's being alleged that it was, uh, you know, um, to embarrass his business partner. Really? A fellow optometrist, yes. Was it um, Ben and Liam? Because weren't they the ones who went around Adelaide and put googly eyes on <laughs> billboards? Were they now putting real googly eyes on people? <laughs> so anyways, it was a little spicy bit Sorry. of news, wasn't it? Going, oh, the old... You know, I was asking, what about a bit of workplace sabotage? When has this happened? Mm. Um, you know, a few people got in touch. Someone said my boss told me I had her job when she left and then she gave it to someone else on my team. Whoa. Oh, dodgy. Well, um, Ashley said the guy I sit opposite at work reported me to HR for taking photos of him. I was taking a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> so Reverse camera. Reverse yeah. camera. Well, very, very interesting. <clears throat> um, but look, it's not the spiciest thing that's happened in a workplace, uh, you know, certainly, that's for sure. That's this right. We'll get into that next. And we get to chat to an old pal. Um, if you listen to the radio station at Triple J, you may well be familiar with Home and Host host Declan Byrne. And I tell you what, he has achieved a dream recently and it has something to do with Buddy Franklin kicking his thousandth goal. We'll dip into that and more in a moment. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, thank you very much to the uh, thousands of people who liked... um, the spicy meme we popped up on the Matt, Matt Yeah, you think you're account. pretty good, don't you, Alex Dyson? You got pretty nifty on the old <laughs> meme maker yesterday. Hey? Well, just the layout. I, I took a few images, took a few screenshots and gave a bit of a juxtaposition of um, actor-comedian Chris Rock uh, reacting to two gentlemen, <laughs> um, both of whom at the start had smiles on their faces and by the end... <laughs> We're pretty stoic. Uh, Matt O'Kine having his comedy reviewed. And yes, 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 yes. Will Smith yes. not appreciating the jokes at the Oscars, which, I mean, he's apologised for now. Did he? Came out yesterday. Yeah, he put up the apology saying he's embarrassed. What did he um, say? He said, violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behaviour last night at the Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Yada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologise to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I mean, Will Smith is part of the reason why I do what I do. Yeah. I mean, someone I looked up to from the Mm. beginning of, of, uh, you know, my uh, being a child, coming Mm. home watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the rapping, the the TV stuff, absolutely love it, right? And um, yeah, it was it was it was definitely out of character. I wonder he was. I mean, look, he's laughing at jokes, he's slapping people, mm. he's um, winning awards, crying on stage, dancing. 
That's a big night out. You know what I mean? Like in any uh, other world, people would be like, that dude's had a big one. Yeah. We, it is It is so weird. With that. Someone, I saw a TikTok of someone who put up an audio. Actually, let, let's play the audio. This is this is what he said. Uh, he explains it. It doesn't explain. It's just uh, a piece of interesting audio that Will Smith did from a podcast at one point. That moment singularly shaped my childhood identity. I couldn't shake the idea that I had failed my mother and I was somehow unworthy of love and and care uh, because of my cowardice. See, I, I would never think that Will is a coward. Mm. I think it's the opposite. He's, he doesn't he doesn't swear in any of he doesn't cuss exactly. in any of his raps. Exactly, exactly. So it's a and weird that's why, thing, isn't like it? on Family Guy. There's like a, a little joke where it's like, this is as clean as Will Smith's rapping. I'm a bigger hit with the kids than Will Smith and his nice clean rap. He's like, help your parents when you go to the shops and make sure that you... And he go that. But that's interesting, like, in a community, um, maybe he isn't taken seriously and that played on him, you know, to an extent where if someone's, you know, saying bad things about his wife, he would want to not be that friendly, happy-go-lucky guy that he is and do something out of character. Because it is out of character. Do you reckon this would have blown up if Jada had done it? Oh, man, there's so many... There's so many layers, eh? Like, imagine if if Jada just walked up and just gone, pow! Mm. Well, someone else said, imagine if Will Smith sat there, looked unhappy, and then won an Oscar for his brilliant acting and said on stage... My wife has an autoimmune disease. Yeah. Chris Rock, take Chris Rock, you are out of, punching down is not on. You should be ashamed of yourself. And got a big rousing set of applause for standing up in a powerful way that isn't reacting as emotionally as he did and overshadowing what um, would have been <laughs> otherwise great right for his own award, the best documentary, which I think Chris Rock was announcing just there. Bro, I'll tell like, you right I, now. If you're going to trivia this weekend... <laughs> <laughs> look up who actually won the best documentary award. I would not know a yeah, single look winner, man. <laughs> look it up. In fact, I'll look it up for you right now. I didn't know going best in and I won't. I definitely don't know going out. That's for Oscars. sure. <laughs> Summer of thing. Soul. Dude, this is the most interesting thing that's happened since Summer COVID. Summer of Soul. There I'm you go. I'm telling you right now, it's the most interesting thing that's happened since COVID. And it's there's a war going on in Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, it's slightly nice to talk about the mildest form of violence, but, um, yeah, it's... Well, hey, okay, then we don't also want to be like, the, the Academy's like, oh, we don't approve of violence. Yeah, we don't Have you watched virus. a movie? <laughs> Have you watched a single one of your movies? Let's let's overlook the fact that you constantly, yeah. constantly... Uh, it's it's it, it's so wild how many layers, how hypocritical yeah. it all. It's just, it's so bizarre. And we don't condone virus. You had a guy go up and slap someone. He went and sat back down. <laughs> you all got on your feet. And everyone was like, best supporting actor is and went into the next category. I mean, I would have cried. Like, I'm not joking. Yeah. I would have started crying right there and then on stage because I wouldn't have known what to do. Yeah. And you can see the moment that he had that as well. Yeah. Um, there was the other little um, thing that people thought, well, that's not the best thing to say, uh, which is when explaining his thought process, he, uh, Will Smith said, love makes you do crazy things. Yeah, Which well, should not be an, an excuse for 
anything. Again, and that's like that, and a lot of people are sort of aligning that with mm. with bullying. Yeah, mm. I mean, with um, you know, uh, domestic violence, etc. And people sort of use mm-hmm. that abusers use that excuse. I saw Nakia Louie though um, write a um compelling tweet, whether you agree with it or not. I found it interesting in that she related the whole situation to us uh, when she was growing up um, in in school and had a group of boys and one boy in particular consistently uh, make racist jokes about her and, mm. and being Aboriginal and her family and all the just heinous stuff that you mm-hmm. uh, could imagine happening in the sort of early 2000s, etc. Um, and she slapped him. Mm-hmm. And she said that it was she she'd gone through all the alleys of complaining about it to I'm I'm paraphrasing so you'll have to read the tweet by yourself, mm-hmm. um, but um you know that she'd gone through all the avenues, told teachers etc. Nothing was changing. She slapped him, and he then the the joke stopped. Right now it's a terrible example to make because mm-hmm. in in that same instance that mm-hmm. somehow says well it's somehow okay, but then it's not, and we all know that it's not. But that's someone who has used an example, who has just wrote an example. I'm not here to say whether I agree yeah. with it or not. I'm just telling you what I read. The kids, yeah, tweet, okay? and there are people. Yeah, there are you know people who go, oh, just tell them that sticks and bones may break your bones, but names will never hurt you, which well, is not true. They leave lasting emotional damage. Exactly. <laughs> names, right? jokes. Do you know what bullying and, does that? And some of it, you know, like yeah, that's the thing. There are there are things that happen in that industry that have far worse effects on people and far more lasting and far more damaging effects on people mm. um, than than my perception of Will Smith slapping Chris for telling a bad joke. Mm. I watch it and go, to be completely honest, I don't care, right? Mm. I just think, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, as a comedian, we've all almost been there and this time it actually happened. But mm. Todd Sampson made a compelling tweet um, where he said, my daughter just asked me, you know, something like, is it really okay to just hit someone like that? And then sit back down and, and then win an Oscar. Down, exactly, and, get, and then get applauded. So it's very easy as an adult to say, mm. well, this has no, this doesn't matter. But I guarantee mm. that there would have been schoolyards around the world mm. where someone's walked up to their bully mm. and smacked them in the face and and that's going to be not okay, you know, and mm. it sets a very dangerous precedent. So, And I can guarantee that of this whole discussion, Matt and I's hot takes... <laughs> The barely registering on the lemon and pepper herbs scale of spicy because never have I seen just an absolute chili-eating contest of hot takes from all over the world. A lot of them making good and diverse points, but it's a... Bro, do you know what? Do you know what? Honestly... This is like, I couldn't help but think about this because it's like when there is um, like a drug scandal and I see people in the media who I know do drugs, right, and they're out here going, oh, that's, how dare they, oh, this is terrible, they should lose their job, whatever, right? Mm. And I, um, oh, (laughs) I wonder how many people were out there the next day you know, having their say about it on Twitter and thing when they're not even remotely considering the financial abuse, the emotional abuse, mm. and possibly the physical abuse that they either put their family, friends, or partner in at any one time. So I think we'll leave it. I think we'll leave <laughs> her there. You know, on all day breakfast, honestly, for today. But certainly a talking point, and we uh, appreciate you sticking with us and liking our memes. That was our only little <laughs> foray.
into the... Uh, we didn't expect to go this deep, did we? We were supposed to talk about Cardi B and her security guard. That was a funny photo. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> Oops. Well, Matt, we talked about the multiple storylines happening when it came to Buddy Franklin's 1,000 goals at the AFL, but uh, one slipped under the radar for the last couple of days until I saw our old pal from Triple J, host of Home and Hose, Declan Byrne, had his own narrative fulfilled. And it was a full dream fulfilled at the SCG over the weekend to find out what exactly happened. We thought we'd get him on the phone. G'day, Declan Byrne. Hi, hello. Hi, man. How are we? Good, man. Now, look, a lot of people who might have heard you on the radio on Triple J, previously hosting Weekend Breakfast, now uh, Home and Hose, they might not know that you make uh, hats on the side, bro. you got the little <laughs> side hit. Yeah, I do. Well, look, I don't want to throw you under the bus, Matt, but I was losing some hair, much like um, maybe your experience. Well, I don't know what and, you're talking and, about, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to start making my own and kind of hijacked my own little hat hobby to make a special one for Buddy. Yeah. Well, so well, it's it's As a Swans fan, you put together a, a white and red hat and on the front you've got the uh, the number 1,000 with one of the zeros being Buddy's head and he's cheering there. <laughs> and it was spotted on Buddy Franklin's head whilst he was mobbed in the middle of the SCG. How did it get there? Yeah, well, it, that was the ultimate dream come true. So when I first created the hat, I was like, you know, the ultimate thing would be for us to run out when he kicks the thousand and we get it on his head. And <laughs> Do you know, buddy, by the way? Have you met him or anything like that? Could you set this up previously? No, no, no. And I don't even know if he knew he had the hat on at that point. I think it was quite chaotic. <laughs> so tell us, where does it start? Because surely for you to... Did you have to get, like, front row seats to this particular game or what happened? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how far we have to go back, but yeah, I did purchase the public tickets. I looked at the SCG seating map and I thought, okay, this is a good spot. I'm three rows from the front. I'm on the 50. I'm at the member's end. If he's going to kick a goal, like I'm scripting it that it's going to happen here. So I took that gamble. That's it, because in AFL, the teams kick the other other direction every quarter. So if they were, if someone had lost the toss or had gone the other way, it could have been at the exact opposite end of the ground. Exactly. So how's your heart when this is happening? You must have been... Packing your oh dacks, mate. God. I would have been so so nervous. Yeah, I don't know how they perform. Like, imagine how nervous he was, and I was bricking it. Like, <laughs> I was so nervous. I was shaking the adrenaline. Like, when he kicked his third goal tonight, I was shaking. Um, when he lined up for that fourth one, yeah, there was something like pulsing through me, and I'm like, we've we've got to get this hat on, buddy. Like, this is this is all falling into place. Okay, okay. so he's lining up. Do you move down to the barrier because the security guards all ran around to the closest edge? Where were you and how did you uh, get yourself a good start? So at the start of the quarter, I said to a few of my mates, I'm like, I'm just going down into the aisle here. And I jostled my way down and I was front row from the start of the quarter, just sitting in the aisle and everyone was standing up. Everyone was okay with it. There were heaps of people that were just sitting there on the aisle who knew that storming the ground was going to happen. And then as he takes the mark, this kid in front of me jumps up and sits on the ledge and I'm like, well, stuff it, I'm doing that too. So we're sitting on the edge as he as he's um, sort of lining up his kick. And as soon as he walks in and starts to kick, we both just jump onto the field 
and Buddy puts up his hand and we're like, he's got it. So we just... <laughs> so I you're already it. running by the time <laughs> he starts celebrating and the ball's in the air. Yeah, I, I didn't even see the ball go through. Did it go through? I think it went through. <laughs> but, wait, 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 wait. So was there not like, was there security guards like saying, oi, kids, get off the bloody ground already? <laughs> nah, nah, they, I reckon they must have got a memo like, it's, it's going to happen either way. Don't start tackling people. So I don't even... Like, there was security guard to my right, but, you know, he was a small man. He wasn't going to take on 20,000, 30,000 people. <laughs> okay. So were you, like, sort of front of the pack, or were you... Did you get sort of, like, you know, surpassed as you were running? No, I was... Like, I wasn't... Definitely wasn't first there. Um, there was a mob of maybe, like, 20 or 30 people by the time I got there. The good thing was I had a few friends there who also knew we want to get this hat on, buddy. So I had a couple of people from the other direction also very oh close. Oh, God. Um, and we're just sort of, you know, working our way around. And it, and me and my friend, me and, and Alex were right there. Alex takes his hat off before I can get there and just lobs it onto his head. Like frisbeed it? He, no, he didn't frisbee it. But what he did do, which because it, it came up on TV, I watched it back. He first put it on his head, and you know if you put your hat on your head, sometimes it gets a bit caught at the back. Mm. It got caught, so he did the little like expert flick, and second time lucky, got it off. So he was only a metre away, and yeah, popped it on his head, and I don't know, but he must have liked the feel of that beautiful corduroy. He must have sensed it was celebrating his thousandth goal, and he left it on for like 10 seconds. Bro, it go- goes to show if you plan, if you work hard enough, if you've got the talents, you can either... Uh, become an excellent AFL player, have a long-lasting <laughs> career and kick a 1,000 goals, or you can storm a sports stadium and get your lid <laughs> on one of the greatest goal kickers of all time. And you did it, Declan Byrne. So yeah. congratulations. And uh, are they selling like hotcakes now? Is this the best marketing uh, decision that you've ever made? It's been good, yeah. There's nothing sells like a, a man wearing a hat of his own face on his head. So uh, <laughs> it's... It's limited edition. I think there's literally like 15 left and then they're all done. So Beautiful <laughs> okay. stuff. If you want to see if there's any uh, Buddy 1000 hats left, then head to frybaby.com.au. Declan Byrne, it's been an absolute pleasure. Keep up the good work on Home and Host uh, and with the brand new baby and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. All day breakfast. Well, look, that brings us to the end of All Day Breakfast for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Don't forget, you can always keep in touch with us on at matt.and.alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.